unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Yes, it is Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It is your place for your education and inspiration and motivation. Hi, I am Christopher Roush, your No Excuses Coach. Welcome to another episode of the Raw and Unscripted Podcast with yours truly, Christopher Roush, the place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. But ladies and gentlemen, you actually, the truth be told, don't tell anybody this, but, um, the fluffy stuff I'm starting to get, I'm starting to understand the fluffy stuff just a little bit more. And you know what? Some of it's got some real meat in it. The fluffy stuff has meat in it. We're we're probably going to talk about it tonight because, uh, tonight is a solo show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's just myself. Unfortunately, my guest had to cancel at the last second. He had some other family obligations to take care of. So it is just you and I tonight here on the Raw and scripted show with Christopher Roush. We're tonight. We're talking about evolution, the journey, right? We're all on a personal evolution. We're all on a personal journey. Um, I know this without a doubt. So we're going to be talking about that tonight. And in this discussion tonight, I want to bring about the opportunity for you, the listener, the viewer, whether you're here watching this live or you're watching us on the replay, this is an opportunity for you tonight to shift your perspective, to shift your opinion, to shift your beliefs, to shift the opportunity that lies ahead of you after this time, however long it's going to be. I invite you to shift your perspective and then take action based on what it is that you hear tonight. The one or two things that actually drive you to think, hmm, maybe I should explore that. What I want you guys to do tonight is I want you to take pen to paper, this good old fashioned shit right here, pen, ten, take pen to paper because I write lots of notes. Take pen to paper on what I say tonight and I encourage you to write down three takeaway ideas, three takeaway ideas that you can implement starting tonight because I'm going to talk about a lot of different subjects. I'm going to talk a lot about different aspects of what it is that we're on this personal evolution journey to create and to inspire and to truthfully get the fuck out of our own way. So there might be a little bit of uh, a little bit of truth bombs going on in here tonight and tonight's broadcast. There's going to be a lot of vulnerability. I'm going to come clean with you guys on some stuff. Not that anything that I've kept a secret, but at the same time, maybe I'm going to take you behind the scenes on the reason why I do certain things, um, because it's all for my greater good. And what you hear may surprise you, but it also may inspire you. So that's what I'm leaving uh, with you guys. So yes, I want to inspire you tonight to really think differently about your past, your present, and your future. I want you to put on a different set of lenses. So for example, for, the, for all of your life, you've been looking through these lenses, right? You've been seeing things this way. Okay, I've got these lenses on. These lenses represent your belief system. These lenses are your belief system. These lenses are the judgments and the opinions and the formulations you've made about your life and about the trajectory that you are on. So we put these on, we're like, okay, I see pain this way. I see failure this way. I see mistakes this way. I see, um, uh, I see success this way. So what I'm inviting you guys tonight is to do this. Now we talk about the mask. We talk about the mask all the time. You know, the, the mask we've been wearing for COVID, obviously, but also we talk about the proverbial mask that we wear to our work at home with our friends, with our best friends. And the masks sometimes we even wear with ourselves, right? The bullshit we put upon ourselves. I will show you a true, true thing. This is actually, I wasn't planning on doing this, but let's just dive right into this, right? You ready? Are you guys ready? You guys ready? I'm feeling inspirited. What's up, Angel? Good to see you. Susan Day is in the house. She says there is no share button. What? Oh, you're watching from YouTube. I love you. Thank you for watching from YouTube. She says there's no share button. There should be some sort of share button. So be, hey, what's up? Lee's in the house. Lee, man, we're going to be having so many conversations. You're going to be on the show. Tell it like it is. I will. I will. And uh, Susan says, oh my God, I'm sharing this. And she can't find the share button. Larry's in the house. He says, what's up? Hi, Rockstar. Larry, thank you so much for being here. I hope the weather there is uh, good for you and you are continuing to network. I got to catch up on your Facebook posts. Honestly, guys, I have not been checking Facebook as much as I used to. Uh, there's a couple of reasons uh, for that and I might disclose those tonight. Uh, but thank you guys so much for being here. Angels, good to see you. Great to see you as always. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So this thing I have in my hand is a mirror. And back in the 80s, you used to fold the mirror out and no, just kidding. No, actually, I'm not kidding. You actually did that. But the reason I keep a mirror in my desk is for the particular purpose of looking at my evolution and my journey. Every once in a while, I have to call bullshit on myself. And to do that, you need this. This is what's called an accountability mirror. 
Everybody in our life is a mirror of ourselves. I was just working with my coaching client tonight and, and I told him this, I predicted this in the back earlier when he was working with me, obviously he's been working with me for a while. Um, I invited him to consider that he was having an adversary, adversarial relationship with somebody at his work. And he's like, Oh, she's this and she's that. And she's this and she's that. And so I said, the mirror, I said, the mirror, dude, I said, what do you see in her that you potentially don't like in yourself? He's like, what do you mean? You know, she's this and she's that, she's this and she's that. I could see it immediately. I've been coaching people for over 20 years. I could see it. I'm like, oh yeah, I can see how this is going to work out. For those of you guys who are coaches that are watching this, you know, you can see the, the, the result in this pattern. So fast forward, we're having our coaching session tonight. And he's like, you know, Chris, I got to tell you this. And he didn't remember actually telling me about her. This is probably four months in the coaching program. And he goes, oh, I, I think I told you this. I can't remember. Because, but anyway, there's this lady at work and we started off on a bumpy road, but now we're like the best of friends and we're having this, this, this uh, activity at work. And she asked me, she goes, are you going? Cause I wasn't going to go if you weren't going. And that's why I invite you guys is to look at your perspectives differently. He, I invited him to sit there and say, okay, you know what? In certain situations, we can take things in a couple of different ways. We could take things personally and become a victim about it and say, oh, what does this mean about me? See, there's more further validation about the shit in my life that I don't like. And it further validates the fact that I'm unsuccessful and I'll never be happy and I'll never find the right person, right? How many times I just say never? How many times you say never indicates how much shit you will not get? So if you say, I'll never find a person, I'll never be good at math, I'll never be good at finances, I'll never own my own house. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen, the universe is going, huh? Okay. Uh, so yeah, you've said that like fucking 500 times in the last two months. So okay, universe is going, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. You don't want to find a person. You don't want financial abundance. Um, you you want to focus on all the shit that's going wrong in your life and you expect things to change. Okay, I got it. Okay, um, here's what I'm going to do. The universe is telling you this. I'm going to send you five lessons. And if you pass those five lessons, guess what's going to happen? You're going to graduate to the next level. And one of those lessons is going to be, are you ready for the thing that you bitch about the most? Are you ready to have the success that you complain about the most? If you're coming from a, from a scarcity or a lack mindset, guess what? The universe is going to go, yeah, you got two out of three, you got two out of seven, but Hey, listen, there's still more lessons you need to learn. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a makeup test. I'm going to give you more lessons to learn. And if you learn them this time, guess what? You can graduate to the next level, just like you do on a video game. My brother, Scott, I'm not sure if he's watching this. Hey, what's up? Good to see you guys. Um, my buddy, Scott, will talk about this. You know, life is like a video game. When you're playing video games, you're playing any type of game or any type of sport. What is it? You don't want to get to a certain, I want to get to level eight and then give up. No, it's like walking. You got up and started walking. Nah, I just want to kind of stumble and then fall. I mean, that's kind of what I do when I drink sometimes, but anyways, that's another subject. Um, you know, we don't give up. We don't give up because we, when we're kids, we don't have the perspective of giving up. We have the perspective of tenacity. We have this perspective of love. We have the perspective of adventure. We have the perspective of playfulness. We have the expectation that the world is happening for us, not to us, but guess what? It's part of the conditioning process that you guys have heard me talk about so many fucking times. What happens in those younger years Set us, sets us up for what's going to happen in the later years. So guess what, ladies and gentlemen, what we have to do is we have to unfuck ourselves. I believe there's a book out there. I did not write it. Some people think I did, but how to unfuck yourself. Lesson one, stop believing the shit that you've been believing in up until this point. So that might be one of those actionable items that you write down on your pen and paper. You know, Hey, maybe I'm going to stop believing that I'm a piece of shit. Maybe I'm going to start thinking that I love myself more than I actually do. Because here's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Over the course of the last year, year and a half now with COVID and everything else, I've given away, I've donated, whatever you want to say, over probably 200 free coaching sessions. Just my way of giving back, helping people in their situation, their time of need to be there as a support person, to give them one opportunity to talk about their issue and help them and send them on their way. But through this process, ladies and gentlemen, you think about evolution, you think about the evolution journey of what you want to do to get become greater, to become the next version of yourself. So you're not disappointed when you meet that version of yourself later on in life or the next journey that you go, wow, that's the person I could have been. Come on, think about that, ladies and gentlemen. I heard it yesterday. I think I was listening to David Goggins. We're going to be talking about David Goggins here in a minute also. But I was watching a David Goggins video yesterday and he goes, the thing I do not want, he goes, here's the way I look at it. He goes, I think that we're all born with a spec sheet. Like you go to the car dealership and it says all these things. You expect all those things to be in there. So guess what? Guess what would happen if you went up and you said, oh my God, like, uh, this is crazy. I love this truck. And here's, a, it's got all the beautiful features on it. And then all of a sudden you went around, you paid for it. And then it drove around. You're like, wait, where's, where's, where's the features at? This is, this is, this is what I ordered. No, but this is what you get. This is what you get. Think about that. You wanted all these things. You're set out for destiny. You're set out for greatness. 
but yet you settled, you played it safe, you lived doing what other people expected you to do. You never changed your belief system. You never changed the fact of what you tell yourself. And yet you, you expect this full bitch and ass truck to roll out, but yet it's a dumpy old pickup truck. That's your life. You have every opportunity in every single moment of every single day. This is something you might want to write down too. You have the moment in every single day, every moment to choose what story you're going to write for yourself. I'm going to say that again. With every moment, with every decision, with every choice that you have, you are writing the story that you get to tell later on in life. Regrets. You guys see me talk about them. Regrets. No regrets. Hashtag no regrets. Hashtag no regrets. I don't do that for you guys. That is not for you. That whole shit, the kick ass, the no excuse, that is all for me because it reminds me why I'm here. I do not want any regrets. I want to live my best authentic life. I want to know that whenever my time comes, whenever it comes, I'm good with it because I know that's what's going to happen. And that's supposed to happen to, to, to lead to whatever is supposed to happen after that. I get it. I understand it. I don't like it. Don't want it, but I understand it. And it's part of life. So as soon as you understand and you accept, then you can live in the moment. But if so many people are worried about when am I going to die and what's going to happen? I get it. I understand it. I do it too. Especially as you start getting older, you start wondering those things. But guess what? If you're wondering about things that haven't happened yet, what are you not doing? What are you not doing? You're not living in the moment. And the moment is a gift, ladies and gentlemen. And I have to tell you this, this is not my cup, but it says operation enduring clusterfuck. So there it is. Yes, I'm having a drink. Cheers. Cheers. Let me check out the comments over here. No share button. Um, Susan Day says, I hide from the mirror. Oh, I hid from the mirror too. Oh, I hid. I hid. I hid with drugs. I hid with alcohol. I hid with coaching. I hid with personal development. I hid with leadership. I hid with everything. Um, what's up? What's up? Thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, Uh-oh. We have tears in the house. She says, okay, I'm already crying. Ladies and gentlemen, that's, we've been live for 12 minutes and 15 seconds. We have a crier. You know what? Susan, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Crying is beautiful. Crying is healing. Crying is releasing. I wish I could cry more because I know I have stuff built up inside of me and I'm finding ways to, to, to address that. But crying is awesome. So that is beautiful. Don't LOL me. That's awesome. That means something I'm saying is impacting your heart. And we all should have our heart impacted because that's what part of evolution is. Evolution, I was telling somebody I was being interviewed earlier for a podcast and she talked about, she said, you know, what would you go back and tell your seventh grade self that was homeless and a dropout? And it was funny because I would not have said this before, but thanks to Scott Goyette and some other amazing people in my life, I said, I would go back and I've never said this before in an interview. I said, I would go back and I would tell him, hey, there's two ways to look at life. There's a, there's a, there's a lens of love. You can look through the love like self-love, love for other people, love for their journey. You, I don't have to like your journey. I don't have to agree with your journey, but hey, go love yourself on your journey. That's okay. Or fear. If you're operating from a lens of fear, guess what? You're going to attract all those negative emotions and everything else. So I told her, I said, I would go back and tell my younger self, find ways to operate out of love, not fear, not hate, not rejection, not anger, not resentment, not any of those negative emotions that only toxify ourselves. If I'm angry and pissed off and resentful at you, what happens to you? Think about that. What happens to you when I'm all pissed off and you don't even know it? Let's think about that answer. Uh, nothing. What happens to me? Oh, oh, I could do a whole show on that. Yeah. Stress, cortisol, fear, fear, anxiety. Do you really want to get to the end of your life and go, Okay, I'm 73. Here's the end of my life. Had I not stressed so much, had I created a legacy that I would be proud of, had I lived with passion, had I surrounded myself with the right people, had I pushed myself when I didn't feel like it, might I be 93 and having a kick-ass life? Regrets. I do not want regrets. I do not want regrets. And that's my goal here tonight is to talk to you guys about that because our belief system is built upon the fact that pain is bad right? Pain equals bad. Think about when you're a kid. Oh, I hurt myself. Oh, are you okay? Here, let me put a bunch of stuff on it, make it feel better. Oh, let me give you some ice cream. Maybe it's a pain. Oh, 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 I have to make up for pain. Our pain is something that's bad. Pain is a part of life, right? My son hurts himself. He hurt himself today. He walked into a, a wagon. I started laughing. 
So I'm like, ha ah, ha ha, you bumped yourself, you bumped yourself. He wanted to cry. And he looked at me, he's like, I wasn't going to let him know that was supposed to be painful. He's like, he's looking at me, like, what's going to be your reaction to the situation that I'm in right now? He's four and a half years old. And I've seen this. I've seen watched children be around their parents and their parents are like helicopters. Walk, 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 walk. Oh, are you okay? Are you okay? Do you need a boo-boo? Do you know it? And then like they're six years old and go, I hear my finger. My son like looked at me. He got mad. And he's like, I said, are you okay? Are you okay? He's like, yeah. And I said, all right then. I said, does it hurt? Do you want me to look at it? He goes, no. So I kissed his boo-boo and it was all good. Right. Sometimes we need our boo-boos kissed. So think about that. Um, but pain, pain equals growth. When you think about that, I was telling somebody this earlier today. I'm like, oh, I don't want to deal with pain. I'm like, do you work out? Yes or no? They're like, yes. And I said, have you ever had this thing called muscle soreness? I'm like, yeah. And I said, what is that muscle soreness doing? And I said, well, it's growing the muscle. And I thought they would catch on by that point. And I said, okay, so life is like that analogy right there. You're going to encounter pain. Your perspective and your perception and your expectation of pain could be any number of situations that could work for you or against you. For me, I happen to be in chronic pain. I happen to be going through a lot of pain lately. I've actually had two injections, one in my L5S1, uh, later I had another injection right through my groin into my hip, um, and they both lasted about a month. So now I am walking around in grinding pain on my right side. So I have to either A, take pills and avoid the pain in my brain, or I can get stronger strengthen my body through the pain and perhaps make the muscles around that area stronger through the pain so that it alleviates some of the stress and the tension that are being carried by ligaments that perhaps aren't strong enough. Um, I could do surgery and then I could have more surgeries after that and be on pain medicine and go through another year and a half of rehabilitation. So what I've decided to do here, ladies and gentlemen, is I've decided to do the program 75 hard. I think I mentioned it on a couple of episodes ago, but if you know me, summers for me are my party time. I've always been a summer dude, shirt off, beer, um, nachos, you know, Friday at three o'clock. Okay, let's have beers. Let's kick it. Let's have, you know, bad food. Not get totally wild or crazy, but just enjoy the summer. That's been always my playtime. But I decided because of my evolution and where I'm going, where I've decided in my brain where I'm going because I already know my why. I already know my legacy. By the way, to share this if it's impacting you. Thank you very much, Susan. I appreciate that. So I know all that and I know where I'm going and I know the stages in life that I'm going to be headed for, not the physical stages as far as speaking. I already know that, but I know I'm going to be required to have more mental capacity. I know I'm going to be required to have more physical capacity. I know I'm going to re be required to have more mental capacity. So I decided that I'm going to do 75 hard. If you haven't heard of that, essentially what it is, is it's two workouts a day for seven, two workouts a day. All of this is for 75 days two workouts a day, 45 minutes each. One of them has to be outside. And for me, I'm not talking about killing yourself. I'm talking about raising your heart rate for 45 minutes. So if you go out and wash and wax your car for 45 minutes, you raise your heart rate and you can prove it. That's a workout. If you clean your house from top to bottom, you raise your heart rate, you're listening to music. That's a workout. If you go out and do your yard work and you raise your heart rate to me, that's a workout, you know? So that's what it is. It's designed for us to get off our ass. So you have to drink uh, uh, a gallon of water a day. I say, if you're hundred pounds, if you don't drink a gallon of water a day, that's ridiculous. You do drink half your body weight in ounces of water. You read 10, per, you read 10 pages of a personal development book. You don't listen to it. You read it and you take a daily progress picture and you have no cheat meals. You eat super healthy, no sugar, no, no booze, no drugs um, for 75 days. And trust me, I did not want to do this. I could give you 75 fucking reasons right now why I don't need to do it. I've already done it once. I've already proven it. Um, I already know I have the mental capacity to do anything that I put my mind to because I've quit drinking before. I've quit smoking before. I've quit drugs before. I know that when I decide to do something, it's not an issue for me. Do I want to do it? No. But guess what? Do I need to do it? Should I do it? Am I preparing myself for the next level of my evolution? Yes or no? If I take this summer and I say, you know what? I know I'm destined for great things. I know shit is opening up for me right now. The world is going like, Peekaboo, guess what? Guess what? You asked for this. And I can sit there and go, you know what? I asked for this, but can you just wait until maybe like October? You know, I'll be, I'll be good. I'll be, I mean, even great. I could even eat, be out of shape, drink, and still be great. You would never notice. However, I told the universe something. I told the universe, I said, listen, I intend on changing this world. Universe, I'm going to change this world. Me and a bunch of people are going to get together and we're going to change this world. And it's all coming together right now. 
It's a thing called Evolve Mastery. Lee's on here right now. We had an amazing, we had an amazing group of people who are heart centered, who are intent on changing people's perspective from different aspects of personal development, personal growth. So I told the universe, I want this. Now the universe going back to my original statement is going to say, all right, all right, you've been, you've been, you've been, you've been nudging me. You've been telling me you've been doing your due diligence. I put you some, through some paces. I, I kicked you out of your, your really comfortable corporate job where you're making six plus figures, had every other Friday off, da, 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 da. Your zone of excellence, not your zone of genius, but your zone of excellence. You could go back and do that right now. So I tested you and you said, you know, you're not going back. So you told me that you're not going back. All right. So you jumped. You guys heard me talk about Steve Harvey jump. So I jumped. Sometimes I still think my tippy toes are right on the edge of the land, right? I like a jump and I'm hovering. And the universe is like, you know, let go of those tippy toes. I see, I see, I see you still got tippy toes. I see you still got tippy toes. You gonna let go of those tippy toes? If you let go of those tippy toes, guess what? I'm gonna probably give you a few more tests. And then what's gonna happen is then I'm gonna go poof and your parachute's gonna open. <sighs> it opened. Is there going to be holes in it? Is there going to be a draft? Is there going to be a hurricane? Who knows? But your parachute open because you jumped. And that's what I encourage each and every one of you guys to do is to jump, is to look at pain, look at mistakes, look at failures, look at anything that you used to see as negative through these. Oh, mistakes are bad. Failures are bad. I don't want people to look at me and judge me. Fuck what other people think. Jesus Christ, you know how fucking happier this world would be if people stopped worrying about what other people think of them? But nobody gives a shit what you're doing. If they give a shit what you're doing, it's because they're coming from a lack fucking mindset and they're scared that you're going to go out there and do something that they can't do or they don't want to do or they're scared to do. So they want you to stay back. Those people, you need to wish them well. You can say, hey, guess what? Not my bag. I'm going to go hang with people who force me, who I want to, force is a bad word, who inspire me, who encourage me to be the, come the best version of myself that I possibly can be. And that, my friends, takes truth. That takes honesty, accountability, discipline. And that's something that we're supposedly having the perspective of, that's bad. Discipline is bad. No, discipline is love. That's why I'm doing 75 hard. Because I did not want to do it, I am doing it. Think about that. How many people say, I don't want to do it. You know, that's too inconvenient. I don't have time for two workouts a day. A gallon of water is a lot. You know, 10 pages of a personal, well, I don't even know a book to read. Fuck off. Then be miserable for the rest of your fucking life. I'm not telling people to do 75 hard. What I'm telling you to do is to do shit that's uncomfortable, do shit that you don't want to do to achieve shit that you don't have right now. Think about that. Normally I talk a lot. Let's have a little break. June 1st. No more Jack. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Like I said, I have not been operating at my zone of genius. I've been operating at my zone of excellence. I can do certain things and be great. I could sit here and party all summertime. I've come on these shows half lit, poured out a bunch of energy, felt great, was like, yes. Went back and watched the video a couple days later was like, nope, wasn't slurring my words. I was on fire. I was eloquent. I didn't stutter and I actually remembered all my words. Cause you know me, sometimes I forget alcohol has a way of making me feel fluid. And I know that, but I also know that there's a certain aspect of it that definitely does not make me my best. So if I want to be my best, guess what I have to do? And not that I have to do it. It's that I want to do it. I want to be the best version of myself. And I ask people this a lot. What is your best? I was just talking about this with my coaching client. He says, why well, I, I do my best every day. And I said, really? I said, what makes you better than everybody else where you work? What makes, what do you do that's above and beyond without a doubt that if I went and talked to your manager, she would say, you do your best. Couldn't think of anything. I said, so you're lying to yourself, expecting to be treated in a different manner than you are, but you are not doing your best. Where's that? Where's that mirror? Where's that mirror? Huh? Best. What's your best? If I put a gun to your head, if I put a gun to your kid's head and said, you have to raise $20,000 by the end of the week, you cannot do it illegally, immorally, or unethically. You have to do that or I'm going to pull the trigger. What do you get? You get mad. You get resourceful. You start making changes. 
who start doing shit. Netflix all of a sudden is not a priority. Guess what? You're going to go out there and you're going to start doing shit. You're going to figure out a way to raise money because you do not want that trigger blown on your daughter's head. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's a trigger put to all of our heads. It's called regrets. It's called life. We only get to do this once. You do not get to make this up. It does not get easier as you get older, right? Wherever you're at, this is as young as you will ever be. You have a legacy to build right now with the questions and the answers that you give yourself. Is this question, here's the here's one, write this, write this down. Is this getting me closer to or further from my stated goal? Is this? So for an example, if it's June 2nd and I'm like, God, it's been a long day and everything. I could just, I could just have one drink. I just started it. Here's the thing. Is this getting me closer to or further from my stated goal, the stated legacy? You know what? It's not. And here's what you do. And then you go do something else. Now I'm not sitting here preaching to be any type of sponsor, any type of anything, but this is a, an analogy for life. If you decide not to do something anymore and you go do something else, guess what? You can't do what it is that you said you were going to do because you're doing something else. Is this getting me closer to or further from my stated goal? Yes or no? Put the mirror up. No, eating this extra bite is not getting me closer to my, my stated goal. Do I need to need an extra bite? Have I only had one bite? Have I had two bites or have I had 25 bites? Do I need this extra bite? Could I potentially do another five minutes on the treadmill? Could I potentially raise it two degrees and do it just a little bit more for those last two minutes and just really squeeze it? Oh, what's my best? What is your best? Oh, I broke a sweat. Oh, fuck that. Did you get off there and panting and really throw up? Come on. That's why I'm inviting you guys. If you want to do 75 hard with me, I created a Facebook group. Um, I put the, uh, I put the link here. I'm not sure if it's going to come across though, but if you want the link, um, it's gonna be a private Facebook group. It's, uh, it's up there. I'll put this in the chat also, but it's really something that I want to do because I know that it will hold me responsible for living my best life. And I know that the results of doing this right now, when I don't want to do it, I'm just being freaking absolutely candid with you guys. Um, I absolutely know with a hundred percent certainty, if there was any higher percent of certainty, I would tell you that I know by the end of the 75 days, I'm going to be way more on fire than I am right now. The clarity, the passion, the purpose, when you commit to yourself, when you commit and make a promise to yourself to do something that's uncomfortable that you don't want to do. I remember one time on 75 hard when I did it before it was 11 o'clock at night. I had not done my outside workout. I thought I did. And I actually rationalized myself. I said, I think I did it this morning. And then I looked at my pad and I'm like, Oh no, I didn't. That's right. I didn't have time to do it this morning. I said, I was going to do it tonight in bed, ready to go to sleep. I was exhausted got back up, put my shoes and socks on, put my shorts back on. And I went for a 45 minute walk. Exactly. I'm not going to exaggerate. I, I went for an hour and a half walk and it was great. No, I went for a 45 minute walk. I got back to my door. I literally walked around my driveway for the last two minutes. I went inside and I went to bed and I put my head on the pillow and guess what I felt? This thing called, um, um, a sense of, a accomplishment a sense of pride, a sense of accomplishment. I got up when I did not want to, I could have lied to everybody. Nobody would ever have found out the truth, but the truth resides within us. The truth resides within you. So again, do I feel like it? So many people say that I really don't feel like it. I'm not a morning person. Well, if you don't want to be a fucking morning person, then you better be a fucking night person and go work out at night. Well, I don't have this. And I guess what? I, give me any excuse in the book. You guys know I'm the no excuses book, no excuses coach. Again, you can find a way. So again, I'm not advocating 75 hard. If you want to do it, I firmly believe it's going to be a great program because every single day I'm going to go in the group and I'm going to post a video. I'm going to post a, I'm going to post a post and I'm gonna say, Hey guys, here's what's, here's what's going on today. Cause I know the first couple of days I'll be excited and everything, but I know about day 17, I'll be like, and I'm going to come to you clean. Like, here's what we do to get through these moments. Here's where we focus, right? If you want greatness in your life, if you want abundance in your life, you have to stop doing the shit you've been doing that got you to this point so far. You have to make a change. You have to make a shift. Dr. Wayne Dyer says all the time, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at begin to change. Let me say that again. Dr. Wayne Dyer, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at begin to change. So what is that going to be for you? And so I also invite you, a lot of people right now are comfortably miserable. They're playing the Sunday game. They're hoping, wishing, and praying that something's going to change. They're going to win the lottery. The kids are going to go to school. This is going to happen. Everything's going to perfectly align. They're going to find the right shot. Everything's going to just be perfectly magical, and it's going to happen overnight. No, it's not. When you find out your why, you find out your how. So what is your why? 
ask yourself, what's my why? What gets me up every morning? What makes me happy? What can I do without even thinking about time passing by? And am I doing that in my life? Have I incorporated that in my life? Or am I running away from that aspect of my life because I'm afraid of what people are going to say if I go for that? You're letting other people decide your happiness? How fucking stupid is that? And I don't use that word because that you that word is actually a trigger word for me. But come on, think about it. I'm saying this from love. What do you expect to change? If you do not change and find that resolve within yourself. Yes. I had somebody say, well, it's hard. What the fuck is hard? What is, what is hard? What is hard? It's life. You do it. You get through it. Every time I've talked to somebody who says it's hard, I'm like, tell me about three times in your life where you've done something hard. And what did you learn? Oh, well, it was this time. And then it was this time. And this was time. I'm like, so those things were hard, but they were what? They were, they were good. Yeah, I guess they were good. Again, I'm asking you guys to change your perspectives. If you look at life happening for you, everything, when you go back and you reevaluate every situation, every pathway, you go, oh, that was for me. That was for me. That got me to here. That got me to here. That got me. That was a handshake. Okay. That sucked. That was a death. Did not like that. No, took me four years to get out of that. But guess what? I'm living that person's legacy. Now I'm stronger than I've ever been. I love that person. I miss that person. It sucked. But guess what? Now I'm stronger. Now I'm more resilient. Right? It's all about that perspective. That's why yours truly has this tattoo. What doesn't kill me only makes me stronger. That is indelible fucking ink, ladies and gentlemen. You do what you have to do. 2016, I used to walk my dog and go, I'm not sure I know what's going on. This is before my son was born. And I'm like, I was fighting. I was fighting depression. I was on opioids for my chronic pain. Um, I was drinking. I was like, I was good. But I was like, there, there's got to be more than this. this and I was like, okay, what am I doing to myself? Where's my self-love? My self-love was okay. It was okay. Most people would probably say it was good. I worked out. I drank my water, had a little bit of this. Most people say, oh yeah, you're great. By their standards. Not by my standards. Not by my standards. Look what's up in the house. Oh, we got Margaret in the house. She's saying, amen. What's up, Margaret? Great to see you. Great to see you. Thank you very much. Princeton Clark. I told you to be on here, fucker. Princeton Clark. I was talking about you earlier. I hope you were on. But yes, let me know if you want to come on here. Let me want to spit some fire. I'll send you the link, man. So, I mean, honestly, in thinking about this legacy stuff, um, I just heard my dog. Um, so what is your why? Because when you figure out what your why is, you figure out your how. And for me, it was when I went to a, a, a funeral back in 2008. I sat back in the, the, the funeral, of course, and they were eulogizing the lady that was my coworker. My buddy, Dave Riley, got up to the front wearing his gray suit with a pink uh, tie, double Windsor, of course. And he just got up there and he couldn't even say two words without busting into tears. And I was like, fuck, he really loves her. He really has a lot of respect for her. And that's when I turned the camera on myself. And I was like, all right, Mr. Roush, if you died tomorrow, who would come and what would they say about you? And at that point, I was 30 years old, 2008. I don't know. I can't do the math, but I was older. And I thought, okay, uh, 10 or 15 people, 10 or 15 people are going to show up and they are going to, uh, bring a six pack of beer, 12 pack of beer, some Jack Daniels, some Motley Crue records. And they're going to tell funny stories about how Chris is fucked up into this or how Chris always chased girls or, you know, how Chris is always going to get his car in the hot rod magazine, all these different things. And as I sat there in the back of the church, it suddenly occurred to me, I'm like, that's a, that's a, that's a party animal life. Yeah. That's, okay. You know, I'd rather die than fade away. I used to always say that shit. I didn't think I was going to make it past 27. I thought I was going to be like, okay, 27 happened. I'm like, all right, well, Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, you know, all these cool people kind of went and then 27 happened. And I actually had an epiphany. I was like, geez, maybe I'm starting to figure this shit out because I was constantly evolving, constantly evolving, even through all the shit, even through all the muck. I, there's stories that I would be embarrassed to tell you. I have no problem telling, but it's the way I grew. It's how I grew because now I look at it and I was like, all right, this is some shit I got to go through. How am I going to grow through this? And then when, after that, after that situation at the church, I drove home and I took pen to paper, God's honest truth, the yellow pad of paper it was a bigger one. And I said, let me sit down here and write the end of the Christopher Roush story. How many people are going to do that? Tara, Murney, what's up in the house? God, I just, this is beautiful. I got, I got my peeps right here. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't follow this guy, he's going to change the fucking world. And I'm going to go right along with him. Yeah. Princeton Clark, ladies and gentlemen going to upset the coaching industry. We're going to make people actually take action and responsibility in their life and actually do shit with it and not ha have to go through a bunch of stuff over and over again to figure out what the problem and the issues are because we're going to get to the root of the problem, right? What's up, Ray? Ray's in the house. Ray's in the house late, but made it. What's up, Ray? Thank you, brother, for being here. 
Tara saying, amen. I love you, Tara. Thank you so much. Uh, Teresa says, hey, man, wide open. Yeah, I told you. I said I might be five, fourth gear wide open. Lee's in the house. The other party animal from here, the Evolved Mastery Group. Dude, we're going to change the world. But in order to change the world, we have to change ourselves. So many people are sitting there thinking like, well, they should do this and they should do this and da, 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 all that crap. What does that say about your personal evolution? What does that say about your personal mission in this world? What are you supposed to be here for? What is your greatness? What is your zone of genius? You know, you guys have heard me talk about The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Um, did I keep it on with you anymore? Uh, which ones have I been telling most? Well, I know I already talked about that one, The Five Regrets of the Dying. Told you guys about that one. Yep. Um, so anyways, the point of the matter is we're at a pivotal time in our world. We're at a pivotal time. We've come out of COVID. We're coming out of COVID a little bit. We still got a lot of issues in the world that are going on. There's a lot of sensitivity. There's a lot of vulnerability going on and there's a lot of hurting and healing that needs to happen. And that hurting and healing needs to happen by us going within side of ourselves and saying, am I ready to love myself more than I've been able to love myself past in, in the past? Right. And that's a vulnerable statement to say, but it's okay because that's where the healing starts. If you've been going through your life again, like I said before, if you've been going through your life with these lenses on the lenses of fear and hate and, and like, Oh, what's going to, what are these people going to say? What's going to happen? Oh, I'm just going to play it small. You know, everybody told me just to be happy with what I have. How many times were you told that? Oh, just be happy with what you have. What kind of fucking statement is that? No, I don't want to be happy with what I have. Of course I'm grateful for what I have, but what's wrong with actually wanting more. What's wrong with wanting having abundance? There is nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having more money in your life. Because for me, I want more abundance because that way I can go help more, more people, right? Do I want some things with it? Of course I do. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. There's no, there's no negative consequences about money. Money is not the root of all evil. People are the root of all evil because of the way they talk to themselves, the way they treat themselves. Half of this shit going on in the world right now would not be happening if people started loving and healing themselves instead of like projecting out, I want control. This should be this way. That should be this way. Blah, blah, blah. These are all little fuckers that are trying to figure out their shit from their childhood. That, I hope you guys heard that. My dinner's ready. Ladies and gentlemen, right here on the Ron and Scripted Show. <laughs> What's absolutely? Hey, there is no swearing on this show, Tara Murray. There's no share. No, I, that, fuck. I don't even care about words. You guys know that. I, I've done shows where I'm like, I think I barely swore on that show. And I've had other shows where people are like, dude, you were lit up. You were on fire. So um, again, when I started this show, I said, here's my goal. My goal is to talk about the fact that most of us go through life with the lenses of fear, right? What are people going to say and all that other stuff? So I invite you. And I said, through this podcast, I want you to be able to say, hey, listen, I'm going to take off these old beliefs. I'm going to take off these old opinions that I have accepted as truths in my life, which again, we could jump into the, the idea of truth. Like what is really the truth? As I'm writing the book about me and my mom, my mom and I right now, there are challenging stories to think about and revisit that I really don't want to go back to because now at the point where I go back to it, because I've done so much work, I've evolved so much. I can look at those situations. I can go, I can see it from my younger self. I can see it from myself. Now I can see it from herself. I can see it from her younger self. I can see this, how he perceived that. And I, because of all the work I've done. Right. So you think about that personal evolution and that personal journey starts within ourselves. It starts with a healing process. It starts with the beliefs that we use on ourselves. So if you sit there and you tell yourself that things are bad, if you tell yourself that you're lacking, you say always and never, then guess what? You're going to continue to evoke that in your life. But again, I invite you to take three action items from this. If that's too much, take one. Take one that spoke to you the most. One, whatever it might be. We brought somebody to tears earlier. We brought uh, Susan Day to tears early. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy what you can accomplish. So um, Susan says, uh, if I join and make it the full 75 days, will you teach me some stuff on the guitar? Hell yeah. I, I'll fucking play. I'll, I'll play every rose has a thorn right now. It'll suck, but it's been a while since I played it probably out of tune too. But yes, absolutely. If you, if you do the 75 days, listen, I have people who have told me that if I do the 75 days with my wife and she does it, they're going to donate $500 to a charity. Uh, I'm looking, I'm looking to sit there and say, okay, well, how can I sponsor? How can I be sponsored so that I can raise money for help heal humanity? You guys know I'm on the board of directors for that Helphealhumanity.org. Check it out. So I'm looking to see how I can take the situation where somebody might say, why are you doing that? Chris, you don't need to do that. The 75 hard part. But again, that evolution, I want to grind. I want to feel that. There's a, there's an energy in life in the grinds. Cause I've talked to so many people, millionaires, billionaires, and guess what? They get the 13 cars, they get the big houses, they get the opportunity to do whatever the fuck they want. And they're miserable. And guess why they made it. 
They made it to this place where they said they were going to make it. And then what? Right? And then what? It's the grind. It's the hustle. It's the daily stuff that energizes us. You make it somewhere. What are you going to do? For me, my goal is to change the world to when I die, they're going to write in the history books. Fuck, this guy came over here and said some shit, pissed some people off and left the world a better place for who he was and what he did. And his son went like this at his eulogy. They call it daddy hands. Um, that's what I want. So I'm never going to make it to a place. And the older I get and the more I evolve, the less I care about the physical attributes of my life. The 69 charger, the house, the other house, da, 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 all the other stuff, the guitars. I have 15 guitars. Guess how many I play? Zero. Why do I have guitars? Because they look cool. Because I like them. And I say, someday I'm going to play them. But really, what's that all about? What is it about that you're going to do today? What are you going to do tonight? Oh, I don't have time. I have to do this. Stop with the excuses. Everybody has 24 hours in a fucking day. 24 hours. It's amazing how resourceful you can get. It's amazing what you can give up that doesn't serve you. Again, going back to that question, is this getting me closer to or further from my stated goals? Well, you don't understand, Chris. I need to do this and I need to do this. I need this. Really, do you need it? You want it because it's getting you away from this opportunity to think about your life and actually solve some of the root core of your problems. Huh? How about the root of the problem? How about ending the short-term gratifications? I will admit, I love my alcohol. I love it. It's great. But guess what? Boom. You're going to see me go through 75 hard. You're going to see me get more and more decisive, more informative, more passionate, more vocal, because that's where I'm going. That's where I'm headed. You can decide to do that for yourself. No matter where you're at, you can decide, hey, listen, you know what? Chris was talking about pain. Chris was talking about yuck. Gary Vaynerchuk, if you guys know, if you guys know who he is, eat shit for five years, guys. If you're lucky and you're blessed, you're going to wake up every single day. You're going to get those five years. But guess what? I want to get to those five years ago. Holy shit, man. I went through some stuff, man. There were some times where it was touch and go, but look at this view. Look, the universe said, you're ready. I gave you a couple more tests. You went, all right, let's bring it. You didn't go, oh, you know, I've had enough tests. You know, can you just can you give me a break from it? I need to catch my breath on the tests. You know, can you give me five years to, to sit and watch Netflix and watch the Ozarks? I got caught, caught up on the Ozarks. Haven't you seen the Ozarks, Chris? Fuck the Ozarks. <laughs> I'll see them sometime. Right now I'm seeing my life because I get the opportunity to write my story every single day. Regrets. Regrets. Dying. We're all dying every single day. Some of us are living during that process. And some of us are existing. Which one are you? Which one are you? Angel says no excuses. Susan says I have fibromyalgia and I'm doing this. Damn. Another one, another one, another one. Yes. Excuses. Fibromyalgia. No, you've been diagnosed with it. Guess what? Eliminate gluten, eliminate wheat, eliminate shit that doesn't work for you sugar. When I did 75 hard before, this is the, one of the main reasons why I'm doing it. My inflammation went down. My pain went down, right? Alcohol helps me with my pain, but guess what? So does healthy eating and not eating stupid shit. I've been eating burgers and fries and pizza and cake. And also I've been having a great time because I know I'm going to do this. And some people could argue, well, you shouldn't do. I'm also doing my workouts. I'm also drinking my water. I'm already also reading. It's like, for me, I'm just going to do it. And there's going to be some shitty days, but I'm going to inspire you guys. And together we're going to do this because we're going to overcome the excuses that hold us back. And you're going to realize on day seven, Ooh, you know what? I really wanted to put sugar in my coffee and I didn't fuck. That was me. That wasn't anybody else. That was just me. Oh, Hey, on day 13, I really wanted to just do 35 minutes on my 45 minute workout because I, I had to be somewhere. And then I thought, you know what? I don't have to be anywhere. I'm going to do this extra 10 minutes for me. Actually, I'm going to do 11 minutes. And I'm going to show up and say, hey, listen, I was doing something for myself. I apologize. Where can I catch up? Where are we at? 11 minutes, right? Oh, I got to do this. And I got to do this. You don't have to do shit. You get to do whatever it is you choose to do in the capacity that you want to do it. You have that power. We all have that power. I could change my life in a fucking second right now if I wanted to, if I needed to, if I felt that was the situation I needed to be in. I know right now this is what I need to do. And I want to do it. I'm actually now reforming, like I'm excited about it. I tell you guys, I really don't want to do it, but I know I want to do it because I want to challenge myself. So if you have not been familiarized with David Goggins and you want to join the 75 hard challenge, guess what? In this group, 
we're going to watch a David Goggins video, an interview. It's an hour long. If you watch this video, it's not even going to be me teaching. It's just going to be David. You listen to that guy and you listen to how he reframes his aspects about pain and about why we do and don't do things and how you get off your ass and how you get past your laziness. If you're not inspired after watching that hour, then I don't know if this is going to be for you because this is going to really be about getting out of your own way and looking at this opportunity to say, Hey, listen, I'm going to do this a little bit more. Because when you come out of this, when I got done with 75 hard, I went through getting laid off from my corporate job at the end of 75 hard. I still had another seven days and I wanted to come home and drink and play music and be like, ah, Jesus Christ, what the hell just happened? Nope. I made a promise. And I was like, it's no big deal. Let's do this. Right? So I encourage you guys, every single one of you, I love you, whether you're watching this live or on the replay, take this opportunity you guys have heard me so many times before. And sometimes I get saying, I get tired of saying the same thing over and over again. Cause like, Chris, you know, you really inspire me and you really, you really get me motivated. And I'm like, okay, you told me that 12 fucking months ago. I've done a show for every week for the last 12 months. So that's another 52 shows. There's 52 weeks in a year. So there's another 52 shows since the one you said that I inspired you the most, but another 52 shows. Have you done 52 things to change your life? Yes or no? No. How many have you done? Three. Why? I don't know. Okay. Good luck with that. Let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> so, all right. Susan Day says, time for another vision board. And ladies and gentlemen, that's time for me to shut the heck up. I appreciate every one of you guys being here. Uh, Susan says, I walk one day and it puts me in bed for a couple of days and I'm doing it anyway. Yes, 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 absolutely. I'm in, I'm in fucking pain and I'm like, you know what? I, I firmly believe that it's going to be painful for me. And I have one of my coaching clients. She's worried about me on doing this. I'm like, no, because I know that by day nine or 10, the inflammation will go down and I'll be so headstrong in the fact that, so what? It's pain. I'm doing this. I'm actually accomplish, accomplishing this shit. I'm actually writing new programs at Princeton. I'm actually changing the world with Help Heal Humanity. I'm actually growing my coaching business. I'm actually a more effective dad. I'm actually loving life. I'm actually waking up in the morning feeling refreshed. I'm actually getting up in the morning, doing more in the morning before even my son even wakes up so that I even capitalize on the day. And then my energy is more infectious and more people get inspired and it changes the world. And who did it start with? Me. It starts with you, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, do this. Say, you know what, self? Just because I've been wearing these for all these years, I'm going to look at life with a different perspective. I'm going to go at it from an aspect of, is this fulfilling a legacy that I'll be proud of, that my son will be proud of, that my wife will be proud of, that my grandmother will be proud of, that my teacher will be proud of, whoever it is for you, is that what you're going to leave behind? Or are you going to leave behind a, wow, she had so much more in her. He had so much more he could have done. It's too bad they settled. It's too bad they stayed. It's too bad they didn't try more. All right, guys. Yes, 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 yes. Ray says, well done, Chris. I'm ready for June 1st. All right, so get in that group, get in that group, guys, because I'm gonna start inspiring you guys right now. We're gonna start setting the foundation for our beliefs of how we're going to tackle this because we will have to reformulate our foundation of what we're gonna do through this. It's not going to be easy, but it, I fucking guarantee it's gonna be worth it. Guarantee. Teresa says, we love you, man. I love you too, Teresa. I do. Angel says, motivation, inclination. Ooh. That's one I haven't heard before. Motivation, inclination. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yes, 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 yes. Susan says 50 more pounds to go. And how do we do that? One ounce at a time. One ounce at a time. One day at a time. That day compounds into two days. That day, those two days compound into a week. That week turns into three weeks. That week turns into three months. That turns into six months. Before you know it, you're like, man. That's what I'm talking about, guys, is the feeling of accomplishment, the feeling of satisfaction that you get when you put yourself first and you promise yourself that you're going to do what you can do to carry that legacy forward is amazing, is amazing. All right, all right, all right. I love you guys. I love you guys, I love you guys. Uh, Margaret says, and allowing the feelings. Yes, 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 yes. Teresa says, closing the rings. I'm so proud of you, Teresa. Yes, yes, yes. So if you guys are interested, if you want that um, link, let me know. We're going to be starting June 1st. 75 hard. It's going to be fun. 
It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm in it to win it. And uh, I love the fact that it's inspiring other people to do it as well. That for me is the fuel that feeds my fire. When you think about my why, my why every morning when I wake up, I say what I'm grateful for. And then I say my intentions and every every day, one of my intentions is that today that I will say something or do something that will change the world or change a person in such a way that they are different for the rest of their lives because of what I said or what I did based on the shit that I went through in my life. I give it meaning. I give it purpose. That's what we need to do for ourselves every single day. Do not give yourself excuses. Give yourself meaning and purpose. I love you guys. We're on and scripted. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Who do we have next Tuesday? What do we have going on next Tuesday? Um, yeah. And by the way, uh, just for the record, in case you are interested, because I know some people were interested, Scott and I have our group coaching program starting June, uh, June 7th. Uh, so we have, we're taking on, we're only going to take on 14 people this time. Uh, we want a small intimate group of people who are genuinely ready to take action on their lives. We're going based on the love and fear model. Again, kind of what I talked about a little bit tonight and how we can empty some of that baggage of our life and be able to take off and have the, the confidence and the authenticity and the transparency and the vulnerability and everything to handle life in the way that we want to handle it. So if you guys are interested in that, I know you guys have been seeing our, our coaching offers. So we'd love to have you in that. Um, and yeah, so, oh yeah, that's what I was going to say. Next week we have, who do we have next week? Coming up next week. I've had two guests recently have to reschedule. So it's kind of crazy. Um, next week. Oh, oh, speaking of Evolve Mastery, we have Nina in the house. Nina's going to be coming from the UK. So I think we're going to be filming that one. Um, uh, uh, earlier in the day, but Nina is amazing. She's part of the Evolve Mastery team. We love her. We're going to be talking about the female perspective in life. So she has some amazing opportunities that are going to be geared towards the female portion of our audience, which I am happy to say is about 85%. Thank you very much. Don't know what's up with the guys, but I love my ladies. Love my ladies. Ah, yes. And I better say, I love my wife the most. So hello. I love my, I love my wife the most, of course. Duh silly. Anyways, you guys go out and have a brilliant evening. I'm going to go downstairs and have family time. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. Stay kick-ass, stay classy, and we'll talk to you next time on the Ron and Scripted Show. Peace out.